Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Save Your Sanity, Help for Toxic Relationships. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler. In this episode, we're going to be talking about how settling for crumbs in your relationship can lead to emotional malnutrition. And you may have experienced that. You may feel depleted. You may feel exhausted. You may feel run down. And those are all the signs of malnutrition, or at least some of them. But from an emotional point of view, you might be starving for love or attention or acceptance or validation. And when you're starving, a breadcrumb can feel like a feast. Are you in a crazy-making relationship? Feel anxious, angry, and unsafe? Welcome to Save Your Sanity. Insights, skills, strategies, and inspiration for emerging empowered from toxic relationships and breaking the bonds of emotional abuse. Keep listening. We'll figure a few things out. Now, hijackals, those narcissistic folks who you may find yourself in relationship with, they love to know this because they will throw you a crumb, usually just when you most need it. And then you will think, oh, no, there's hope here. I may, oh, they, they love me. They care about me. They see me. They want me. And you make a host of assumptions when you receive that breadcrumb. And all they're really doing is keeping you around, making sure that, yeah, come here, you're not so bad. So emotional abusers know this, and they'll happily just give you a crumb, happily just do that. And then it's just enough to keep you around. It's enough to keep you hoping that things can get better. It's enough to remind you of what you once had in the love bombing stage. And then you get excited about that. But in truth, you're not getting the emotional nutrition that you need in order to be healthy. You may think you are because you've gotten used to a diet of breadcrumbs, but you're undermining your needs. You truly are. And you may need some quote unquote supplements to regain your health. And those are insights and information, tools and strategies that I'm going to share with you. So stay tuned and enjoy those. We sure will figure a few things out in this episode because malnutrition generally is defined as an deficiency, an excess, or an imbalance in your intake. A deficiency, an excess, or an imbalance in your intake. Well, I bet you immediately realize what happens when you're with a hijackal, one of those people who hijacks relationships for their own purposes and needs, and then relentlessly scavenges that relationship for power, status, and control, because they definitely contribute to deficiency, yours, they're always taking something away or failing to give it to you or withholding it. 
and they certainly have their excesses. Their needs are always in excess. Their demands for control, their demands for power, their pronouncements about who you are and how you are, which are usually never flattering. And then the imbalance is constantly there because they want to take up more space than you ever are allowed to. So it's appropriate to think about being in an emotionally malnourishing relationship because that will happen every time you are in a full-blown hijackal relationship. And you may you may think it's okay. You may say, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm used to it. No, you're just used to living with endless hunger. And I know that can really strike you at a very deep place. If you are living with endless hunger for emotional nutrition, then it's a sad place to be. Life has not supported you in ways that are crucial to your feeling healthy and nourished. And it's important to see, maybe you were malnourished in childhood emotionally, and this is just more of the same, being in the relationship with a hijackal. So you're used to it. It feels usual. <clears throat> it feels regular. It feels familiar. And so you don't think much of it. You, you really set it aside. But I hope that listening to this episode, you'll start to see that there are deficiencies, excesses, and imbalances in these relationships, and they do lead to you being on the losing end of everything. They really, really do. <clears throat> so it's happening. And hijackals really only throw out breadcrumbs when they want something or they're afraid of losing something. Now that's quite remarkable, right? When they want something or they're afraid of losing something, then you get the breadcrumbs. The rest of the time, they ignore you, they withhold, and you are not getting anything like the nutrition that you need. So you become smaller and smaller in order for the hijackal to continue taking up more and more space. And that's just what the hijackal wants because it puts the hijackal in control. And so you think that shrinking will help. Oh, I'll just be more quiet. I won't ask for anything. I won't offer my opinion. Then everything will be fine. But we don't realize that we're just getting smaller and smaller and smaller sometimes because we're trying to accommodate somebody who wants to take up all the space and all the air in the room. And that's not going to be healthy in any way. It truly can't be because it is an imbalance. And hijackals plan on keeping relationships imbalanced because they cannot stand the idea of equality. And what's the most important of the three must-haves of a healthy adult relationship? Equality. They are not going to have it. They're going to make sure it doesn't exist. They'll do everything in their power to make sure that there is no equality. They always have more. They take up more space. They get more. They need more. And you get what's left over if you're lucky. Breadcrumbs. And sometimes there are no crumbs 
because they take up all the space. So sure, maybe in the moment when you get smaller and you pull back, it reduces their rage or their agitation. And that's why you do it, because you don't want any more of that. But it's not the solution, is it? It doesn't solve the entire problem. It really doesn't. So it meets their needs for being in control. But no matter how you look at it, you lose. You're just not present in that equation. So when you think of this now, is your response a response of equality or inequality? Do you actually move to take up the space you deserve in the relationship or do you give it up to the other person? Now, sure, there are some spaces we don't care if we occupy. I understand that completely. But if you are always giving up and giving over because that's what they demand or that's what they expect, there is less and less available for you. And remember that word, equality. We won't get there if there's less and less for one and more and more for another. <clears throat> Do you become a pretzel trying to please them? You know, if I move this way or shape this way or think this way or don't express my feelings or, you know, whatever it is, then maybe they'll leave me alone. They'll be decent to me or at least they won't put me down. And you become a pretzel. There's not, you are not existing. You are a pretzel of your former self, endeavoring to stay out of their way. Or have you graduated to the bottom of the pile and become a doormat where you've just given up and you don't notice that they're wiping their feet on you anymore? You've become used to it, and that's a sad, sad place to be. I know. And if you find yourself there, just notice that that is a wake-up call to get up. You know, don't spend a minute saying, you know, oh, aren't I, aren't I a mess? No. Oh, I realize that I have made the, I have created the opportunity to become a doormat and I give up this role immediately, immediately. Another thing to ask yourself, and I've done a couple episodes on this, is are you actually engaging in the anxiety stages, which there is constantly with the hijackle? Are you engaging in fawning? Fawning is one of our responses to uh, things that are stressful. So we'll fight or fight or freeze or faint or flee or fawn, which means we turn our people-pleasing dial way up and say, oh, you're wonderful. Oh, I would never do that. Oh, you're absolutely right. I'm a mess. I'm useless. And when you do that, then you are in danger because the hijackal loves to be with people who fawn because they know then that they have convinced the person that the hijackal matters and the other person doesn't. So if you have gone to fawning and people-pleasing in order to try and keep the peace, notice it and make a decision to walk slowly away from that stance. People-pleasers are, are folks that emotional abusers prefer, and I'm going to do an episode on that very soon.
it's easier for a hijack call to be with someone who is already a people pleaser because they don't have to groom them as much to get them to do their bidding. So while you're doing somebody else's bidding, you're using your energy and beginning to deplete yourself, which is contributing to the emotional malnourishment. That's just the way it is. And you're not getting what you need. And I truly mean that. What you need, not, not what you want, what you need, not what you think you need, but what you truly do need. There are emotional things that we need in order to be healthy. And if they're withheld from you or unavailable in the relationships you have, then it's time to think about moving on, going elsewhere. So let's look at some ways you may have responded that demonstrate your malnutrition at this moment. And I'm going to give you several, and I hope that they will help you calibrate what state you're in in this relationship. Or if you are on your way out, maybe you're recognizing that I was in that state and I've said no more. And if you're all the way out, I'm sure that'll be true for you. But you may not be listening, and that's the case. <laughs> so the first one is you're running as fast as you can, giving more than you can afford. So there's no balance in it. You are just doing their bidding, trying to stay ahead of them, trying to second guess what they want, trying to keep the peace, trying to figure out what will make them happy or content or at least off your back. And that's where all your energy goes. Is that familiar? You hear the, the gravel or the tires of that person coming home and you immediately feel your shoulders go up to your earlobes. Is everything okay? What have I done? Where, what are they going to talk about? What are they going to accuse me of? If that kind of thing is happening, then you're running as fast as you can and giving more than you can afford. And we call that overgiving. And I did an episode on that. <clears throat> but if you're overgiving, you immediately know that overgiving leads to being out of balance. Another thing is you take care of others with little regard for yourself. So, yes, you have a child, you're going to do that, but you still need to demonstrate self-care. But if you're with a hijack call, they don't want you to have self-care. They disregard you, and they want you to disregard you too. And so you may feel that taking care of others with little regard for yourself is a noble calling. And you may have decided that makes you a good person, but it doesn't. It makes you an emotionally malnourished person over time. And it can be a short-term thing to do if somebody gets ill or somebody needs something particular, but it's not a lifestyle. And a hijacker will demand that it be a lifestyle that you care for them more than you care for yourself. You think of them more than you think of yourself. You do more for them than you do for yourself. And that again leads to overgiving. So another thing that you might be doing is that you might tell yourself that your self-sacrifice is worth it, but it's under, undermining your health. <clears throat> 
So that leads to you think other people are more important than you are. And their needs and their plans and their desires or demands come first. And that's the natural outpouring of that. And hijackers want you to think that. How could it not work to their total advantage? They want you to think that. And if you don't think that, they'll tell you that you ought to be thinking that. Because, of course, they are the center of the universe. And they deserve to use up all the air in the room. So again, you're in an overgiving state. Overgiving is not balanced. How about you're running on fumes, there's nothing left of you, and you're still saying you're okay. Oh, I can do it. I can manage. I can make it. And you know in your head you're not. You know, it, it's sort of an analogy to you've run out of cash and someone says, give me money, and you don't have any cash. So they say to you, take out your credit card. So you take out your credit card and you give them some money. And then the bill comes and you don't have the cash, so you can't pay the bill. And so you don't. And then the next bill comes and there's interest and it builds and pretty soon it's way bigger than you are. And that's what happens emotionally when you are with a hijackal. <clears throat> they will take everything you will give them and they will demand more and more. And they'll make you wrong for not giving them more and more. Is this familiar at all? You may have gotten into a, a, a way of being with a hijackal that you think, oh, yeah, I should give more. Yes, I'm not a good person. Yes, I'm not giving as much as I could. Well, you know, I don't really need that. You know, watch your inner dialogue. Watch what it has become. Because this is truly important stuff. <clears throat> and when you begin to look at how you truly are in a relationship that is not nourishing you, is not mutually healthy, then you have decisions to make, really big decisions to make, not only for yourself, but maybe you have children or you have people who are watching. And, you know, if that's true for you and you want to talk to me, go to beaclient.com. I offer an introductory one-hour session for only $97 at beaclient.com. So <clears throat> if this is sounding familiar to you and you want to dive a little deeper into your specific case, let's talk because it's not okay to be running on fumes all the time and then be told to dig deeper and keep giving. It just isn't okay. It's not healthy. So maybe <clears throat> you're emotionally exhausted and the hijackal is demanding more of you. And you have nothing to give. And yet they're demanding that you give more. Where do you summon that up from? You don't. You run on energy you don't have. And that's depleting. Your tank is empty. And you're running on those fumes I mentioned earlier. So be careful, careful, careful of overgiving. The hijackal wants you to be in a pattern of overgiving and even anticipating what they need next so they don't have to ask for it. And if you find yourself in that pattern, step aside and say, hmm, need a new pattern. 
truly do need a new pattern because this one is going to be too damaging to me. Another thing is when you ask for something of the hijackal and you're told you're being selfish and you believe it. If you've come to that place in emotional malnutrition where you believe that it's healthy to not have your needs met, to not be an equal partner, then you really need to notice that because in all the others you've been overgiving, but here you're under receiving and there's no equality in that. And I know that can bring tears to people's eyes to realize that they're just not receiving. They're giving and giving and giving, but not being given to. And that's how we get to that place when a hijacker gives a little something because they want a little something. And you are so thankful to receive the breadcrumbs that you really believe it was a full meal deal. Apologies to Dairy Queen. <laughs> but <clears throat> you really believe that you, you got something. Well, you didn't. You know, smelling what's cooking is not the same as eating it. And being told that the, the, the food tastes wonderful is not the same as tasting it. You will not have the nourishment from it unless you have enough of it. And you won't get that in a relationship with a hijackal. It's just unavailable because they are never going to overgive, but they're going to make sure that you under-receive. Another way that maybe you get no approval or appreciation or praise or, or thanks for all that you do is just expected and more is demanded. That's exhausting. That's simply using up all your resources for them and them not infusing you with any at all. And again, that's under-receiving. And if you're in a pattern where you are consistently under-receiving, you're going to be depleted. And it's really hard to start on a new path when you're crawling on your belly with as little energy as you've ever had in your life. I know that. But the invitation is to crawl into a new path and then begin to get the nourishment to sit up and stand up and then choose where you want to go. Now, if you're not ready to work with me privately, perhaps you would like to be part of my Emerging Empowered group. And I certainly invite you to do that. Go to joinintoday.com. Joinintoday.com. And a big feature of being part of that is that you get three group calls with me a month. And that's a big feature. So go to joinintoday.com. Because if the things that I'm saying to you are resonating with you, and maybe you are depleted, maybe you are exhausted, then let's get something going in a better direction. It's possible, and I'm there to help you. So if you're not getting any approval or any compliments or any gratitude or any recognition, notice how out of balance the relationship is. And it's depleting. It truly is. Or what if your needs and feelings and thoughts are just dismissed 
when you talk about what you need, there is no interest in what you need or what you think or what you want. How dare you? What made you think that you deserve that? No, that is not a healthy relationship. It is simply not healthy. Or nothing gets better no matter how little you ask for, no matter how you shrink yourself down. It never gets better. And that's emotional abuse. You know, I talk a lot about emotional abuse. You know that. And there are on the website at emergingempowered.com, you'll find free checklists. One of them is called, Is It Emotional Abuse? And I have a whole course on that. And if if you need to clearly understand the depth of the abuse so that you can say, at last, yes, it is abuse, you can find that at relationshipprograms.com. Relationshipprograms.com. All of my courses and webinars are there. So is it emotional abuse? Is a deep dive into understanding all the pieces that could be part of why you're feeling so depleted. So all of these things that I've been discussing will lead to you fe feeling and being emotionally malnourished. And that is not going to cause you to be able to fully participate in life, be there for your children, be there for your career, show up for your friends, laugh and love and have a good time because you're going to be in anxiety far too much. And living in anxiety is not at all helpful. And you know that because you're here on the podcast, so you know what living with anxiety is all about. And it too is depleting, of course. But it's something that once you recognize it, hopefully you'll want to change it. So when I think about emotional malnutrition, I wrote a definition, and this might be helpful. When you're in a relationship that is deficient in equality, reciprocity, and mutuality, and there is no demonstration of honesty, safety, trust, respect, and reliability, and the relationship has excesses of narcissistic traits and lacks balance, you are emotionally malnourished, and you will be depleted, and it's not going to change. You already know that, right? You've tried everything. Has it changed? Maybe it changed a little when you made yourself too small. But it didn't get better. Yeah, maybe it got better for a half minute, a hot minute when they wanted something. But generally, did it get better? A hijacker will have told you that you deserve to be depleted because you're not good enough, you're not fast enough, you're not thin enough, you're not robust enough, you're not thick enough, you're not bright enough, you're not wealthy enough, you don't give them what they need, or any other thing to discount and diminish you. So if you are looking for your nourishment from a few breadcrumbs that a hijackal will give you, you're going to starve. You really are. 
And you may feel that within you now, that you are emotionally starved. Yes, you have good friends, perhaps, or family, or people who are helping keep you uh, with a little bit incoming. You're receiving something. But when you go home to the depletion and the discounting and the diminishing, you know what? That's hard. That's just too hard. And it's unhealthy. So if what I'm saying in this episode strikes you, you know, let's talk. Go to beaclient.com or come on over to emergingempowered.com or join the community at joinintoday.com. But think about these things. Your life, is it a demonstration of what you dreamed you would have? Is it even close? Or has it become less and less and smaller and smaller and smaller? And you've settled. Because if you settle for crumbs, you are going to end up with emotional malnutrition. Until we speak again, I hope you'll take these things to heart. Think deeply about them. There has to be balance. And if there is no balance, then you must work to regain it for yourself. So until we speak again, as I said, take very good care of yourself. You're precious and you matter. Talk soon. Thank you for joining me on the Save Your Sanity podcast today. I hope you've had some insights, ideas, and strategies to help you gain clarity and confidence for moving forward toward greater emotional health and safety. You deserve that, and so do your children. If you found value here and would like to support this podcast with $1 or $5 each month, please do so at patreon.com slash saveyoursanity. Also, learn more about how to work with me via video conference, join my Emerging Empowered community, subscribe to this podcast, find my books, all by visiting EmergingEmpowered.com. Talk soon.